Hi, this is Natalie Lander, voice of Kinsey, Tara Branford, Stargirl, and many others. You are listening to a W2Mnet podcast. You can visit w2mnet.com for other podcasts about entertainment, video games, sports, and wrestling. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Did anybody else just see like the, the little the little clip freeze and then not play? No. No. Oh, I'm going to be in for a long day here on my technology. All right. Good evening, afternoon, whenever you, whenever you happen to be listening. And welcome to the kickoff, a presentation of the W2M Network online at W2Mnet.com. In addition, brought to you on live stream through Facebook and Twitch this evening. There you go, Eric. I got it out of the way early tonight. I'm learning. Hmm. See, you're embracing some technology after all. Hmm. Yeah. The ones that work, apparently. All right. I'm your host. My name is Harry Broadhurst. I am the voice of reason, allegedly. Joining me, as per usual, he is the DSDO. He is your executive producer. This is Eric Watkins. And we already have our first comment of the episode. Yes, John. Hello. We see you. Um, JTN, he's a bit of a Twitch streamer himself, but uh, everything goes right. You may be seeing him tomorrow. Hint, hint. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. I okay, not in this case, but story time for when we get finished. Also joining us at this moment, she is the locksmith, the podcast game on lock. She is Kennedy Eddings. Always happy to be involved. Okay, seriously, I don't know what the hell is up with my headset, but apparently I am having some major technical difficulties over here, so I'm going to step away once I get our opening segment started and see if I can't fix this. We opened today with studs and duds. And in a little bit of a mix from what we'll usually do, we're actually going to open with the negative for studs and duds. We're going to start with the dud performances. Um, if you guys don't mind, I will go ahead and go first here. So that way I can yours. that way I can duck out and try to fix my uh try to fix my laptop connection real quick, make sure all my my connectivity is everything square to go so I can do the show. Um my dud for the week is Florida State. <laughs> if you need to know why, uh so there's this little school in Alabama. Not South Alabama. Nor, nor nor do they go running. I mean, that we know of. <laughs> uh, their name is Jacksonville State. They are an FCS school. And they went into Doak Walker Stadium and left with a 20-17 to 17 victory over the Knowles. The rumors of the resurrection in Tallahassee have been greatly exaggerated. Mm. Partially by Who us knows here for the literary reference. Partially by us here on the kickoff. Uh, our bad dog, that one's on us. <laughs> <laughs> you lost to Jacksonville State. <laughs> oh, I, I mean, you know, not that I'm in terribly biased or anything whatsoever, but you'll love to see it. You'll just love to see it. Kennedy, let's talk worst of the week. Who's your dud for this week? Oh, poor Aaron Rodgers, man. I I don't understand. Like, I do. 
and I talked about this on a previous podcast, like how you guys thought it was going to be like his fuck you to revenge tour. And I was like, mm, I don't think so. So maybe he was just having a bad game. I don't know if he would blow a whole season. I don't know. Obviously, I'm not Aaron Rodgers, but like, man. And I'm pretty sure, I don't know if it was you guys or people at work told me I was stupid for taking the Saints over Green Bay, but I did. Yeah. And now I'm uh, happy. Yeah. Uh, I, I had to go around uh, TIAA Bank Stadium, check the Saints benches for gold dust to make sure, you know, nothing was really <laughs> happening down there. Everything was fine. Now, I'm going to mildly come to Aaron Rodgers' defense a bit. He was preparing for this game to be in New Orleans. Obviously, area still recovering from the devastating effects of Hurricane Ida. T's, P's, everything to all of those who are still dealing with the aftermath. But because of that, we as Jacksonville, being as hospitable as we are, we're like, hey, we'll paint the field for you. You come and play here. Everybody was okay with that except Aaron Rodgers, who for some reason hates our state so much he never has a good game. I don't think it's necessarily blending in with what's going to be the whole season, but there's that. However, in looking at the box score of that 38-3 loss, hashtag Squidbit, Mr. Crablegs himself, Jameis Winston. We all saw what he did. Five touchdown passes. Per Dan Graziano of ESPN, big ups to Harry for showing me this leading up to the tonight. In that five touchdown performance, he set a record. Fewest passing yards ever in a five-touchdown game, he ended with only 148. You're getting aberrations on both ends with this one. Uh, yeah. The Aaron Rodgers fuck, your, fuck you tour part two? Not off to the best of starts. Do I no. sound better now? Yes, sir. A little bit. Um, I just want to chime in that I was very, very excited in my 12-man league that I picked up Adams, and he got me a whole whopping 10 points the other day. <laughs> Thanks, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, it, 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 at least one of us, as John is mentioning again, <laughs> one of us had some good luck with the fantasy teams. Oh, I won still, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You did great, and mine, I start off technically one and two, but one of them's a best ball league, so very weird times. (laughs) All right, Mr. Watkins. Jacksonville being a place where a good team... Tomorrow is going to be just a very interesting show, John. Very... Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, we'll see. For me, though, for my dud, nobody really wants to remember the Titans. Everybody wants to forget the Titans, even Tennessee themselves, after week one. Going up against Arizona, just getting shellacked. 
Kyler Murray, four touchdown passes and a touchdown run. There was just no answer whatsoever, especially on that offensive line going up or trying to protect Ryan Tannehill. As a matter of fact, Chandler Jones. That name should be awfully, awfully familiar. Sacks were first tracked as an NFL stat back in 1982. So we're talking nearly 40 years. And that time, Chandler Jones is the first player to have three sacks in the first quarter. He finished the game with five by himself. Passing game was obviously non-existent, Jones being a big part of that. Derrick Henry, obviously non-existent. Thank you, Tennessee, for at least making the Jags look good, but you that was a very dud-worthy performance this week. The Houston Texans lead the AFC South, Eric. What kind of bullshit... Is it, it, when it, Houston, it, is it when it, the it Houston Texans world. lead the AFC South? We're in bizarro world. I know this. I accept this. Um, as a Buffalo Bills fan, I do appreciate that Tyrod Taylor leads the division once again. Good for him. And seriously, that th- th- I hope that Chargers doctor that punctured his lung got fired. Yeah, yeah that's fine. Well, at least he he went ahead and he beat the Jaguars at a time where it doesn't count a whole lot. I I get that because, I mean, you know, even with everything that happened, I still carry fond memories of 10 to 3. I don't know if you actually saw the eye roll that happened there, folks, but I assure you there was one. (laughs) I got to hang on to something. Give me something. All right, let's move over to the positive side of things here, and let's talk about our best performances of the week. It's time for our studs. Kennedy, why don't you start us off? It's a really good time. I had a burp. Um, <laughs> uh, Joe Burrow, I'm going to give my stud. And he didn't do anything wild. I mean, 261 yards, two touchdowns, but like just the way he was playing, the way he came out, just watching him, um, I get he got Clipped in the leg, I think. He limped off once. I don't think he's fully healed. Um, but for coming out in such a short amount of time after such a big injury and performing the way he did, I think he deserves a good golf clap. See, my thing with Burrow is is I just I feel like the whole thing with Penny Sewell is going to come back and bite Cincinnati in the ass later this year. I genuinely think we're going to end up seeing Burrow running around for his life and – Burrow's not exactly a mobile quarterback. He was a pocket passer at LSU. He was a pocket passer in his rookie season with the Cincinnati Bengals. So if Burrow to a mobile quarterback, one, Cincinnati's offense is going to become very one-dimensional, or two, Burrow is going to get absolutely manslaughtered on the football field. And neither of those things is a good thing. And I think it's going to be number two, which is – bad because he can't take that where the hell did eric go i need eric <laughs> eric you're killing me you're supposed to be here because my 
my stud's supposed to lean into your show. That happened. Ugh. Okay, so sometimes technology breaks at the absolute worst time, doesn't it, Harry? I wouldn't know anything about that. It's not like my computer fucking hates me tonight or anything. Fair. Wad <laughs> Watkins, stud, go. Ladies and gentlemen, for everybody that remembered another 10 to 3 that happened last week, this time between Georgia and Clemson. <laughs> Again, I need to have something. Georgia fans, do not be worried about your offense any longer. Yes, you did not have JT Daniels, but instead you had Stetson Bennett. Yes, it was a considerably weaker opponent. However, a school record or tied for one at five touchdown passes is still five touchdown passes. Now you at least have some options to think about a quarterback, especially when you get into what could potentially be a two-horse SEC East race. I heard horse. <laughs> horse. H-O-R-S-E. Get your mind out of the gutter, Kennedy. Jesus. I was like, God damn. All right. I, I hope you're understanding her a lot better than I am, Eric. I, I, I am, although, I mean, let's see. We're about 15 minutes now, and if I saw what I saw correctly. She's about a truly and a half in? Yeah, I, I, I don't entirely speak white girl wasted, so no, that's going to be a so bit I of a struggle towards the end. I'm still getting used to these, so I keep pulling it off my ear because I don't know if I'm screaming or not. No, it's not that. For me, it's the fact that the audio on my computer is being so damn wonky tonight. Hopefully, everybody can understand me, and hopefully, I'll be able to get the gist of pretty much what everyone's trying to say. The good news is, is we have a format for situations like this, so I'll know what the hell you guys are talking about at the very least. All right. So, my stud for the week is the Stanford Cardinal, who decided to go up to the L.A. Coliseum and put an absolute beating on the USC Trojans. The final score was 42 to 28. I assure you folks, this game was nowhere near that close. A late score by USC cut it from 42 to 20. And for the vast majority of the fourth quarter, I believe it was 42-13, Eric. And even not well before the fourth quarter, Stanford, whom a certain someone mentioned Stanford plus 17 last week. You may want to keep an eye on that. They were up 35 to 10. And yeah, it got ugly. I'm not saying it was bad for USC, but uh, Eric, Stanford beat USC so badly something happened. So speaking of that happened. Segway. Everybody remembers the USC and how they treated Elaine Kiffin once he got the axe. Well, Clay Helton. Bus. Hmm? Boss, you, you don't belong on this bus. Well, I mean, at least with Clay Helton, he didn't have to worry about a bus because it was at home. But he still got fired. <laughs> Le legit. First home game in the Pac-12 season for USC. They get absolutely ran, 
and then their coach gets fired. Speaking of coaches in the USC job, did you see who was approached about the USC job and said that there was no chance that he would want it? I'll believe it when I see it. I'm already on guard. I don't want to talk about it, but I've I've seen this movie before. I know how it ends. Is he, is he I'm, okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. <laughs> is he frozen for you too? Yep, he's frozen. So Hey, while we can get him straightened out, Kennedy, so that happened. This is not my really good, um, what are these called? Segment. So, <laughs> hold on. So, what did I have? Oh, can I can I hop over to NFL or do you want me to? No, it's a, you have what you had. I mean, I can do the lead-in because... We've already had one literary reference tonight, and this one, it was incredibly fitting. Quoth the Raven, overtime loss. Oh, you did type that in. Oh, <laughs> welcome back. Thank you. All right. Did did Kennedy talk about the, uh, the car situation there? I missed it. You guys saw what happened. I'm just about to. <laughs> okay. Uh, Kennedy, so that happened. Oh. All I have to say is, like, that shit was nuts. It was absolutely nuts. I was, like, I have never been so glued to my TV in a long time. It was just, I just sat there like this, just turn over and turn over and turn over. And then I was in, I was talking to one of my friends on Facebook, and I was like, when they took the, uh, when Carson went to go kick, I was like, I don't know why they why they took Carson off. He should have just kicked it when they got that five yard penalty, and he lobbed it. And I was like, "Never mind." <laughs> like I reject. It was just an absolutely like crazy game, and I had Baltimore on my spread, and I needed Baltimore to win. But then, like, I was just watching Derek Carr's face, and I was like, "He he needs it. <laughs> like he needs to win this." Oh, so many emotions. Am I the only one who is actually rooting for Ty? I legit have been robbed twice on two consecutive nights. I I, 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 I am downright offended at this. I, Eric, I'm so happy. Eric, Eric's waiting for that there will be a Ty this season bet to pay off. I mean, you know... Just saying. I'm just um, saying. Just, um, just, just saying. I, I, I wouldn't resist to those odds. Of course he scrolls it. All right. So my so that happened this week. Uh, Eric. Mm-hmm. Apparently the Hurricanes weren't the only thing with nine lives in uh, Hard Rock Stadium this weekend. And we used most of them, too. <laughs> The Hurricanes pick up a 26-24 victory over Appalachian State, which I did tell Eric off-air, watch App State cover if not win outright. Did I not? You did, and I should have listened to you and not bet minus eight and a half. Oh, that was a mistake on my part. But the bigger story I think we can all agree on is the fact that the Hurricane fans saved a cat. See... I knew being a cat person, this was the right fandom for me all along. They just proved it. <laughs> a cat person? Yes. Well, we'll talk well, about Eric's that offline. Eric's all about the play. 
in all of its forms. I'm gonna fail show myself for that one. <laughs> anyway, you we, uh, you buffered at the right time. <laughs> all right, so there was a cat in the balcony. Literally, there was a cat in the balcony of Hard Rock Stadium. And then the cat was not in the balcony as the cat ended up slipping and falling down to the wire and then went to one paw and then plummeted. Ah! Or should I say, Did did that remind you of Lion King? (laughs) Yo, he's got to get it together. It did it again. And you had the perfect setup, too. (laughs) Did I freeze again? Sure did. Now, granted, no, here's what I was going to do. The next time it freezes, I'm going to give everybody an advantage and have him solo on the screen for a couple of seconds. If you will go ahead and tweet out your best memes to at W2M Network or at Squid Sportshead would be personally on Twitter, uh, something may or may not happen. Granted, we don't have merch yet. Whenever we do, you could be hooked up. I got this. Are you having fun, Eric? Are you? Sure. Anyways, it just so happened there were a couple of conveniently placed Miami Hurricane fans with an American flag there. Now, I would make the comment about it being September 11th and there being American flags all over the stadium, but apparently this particular set of fans, the ones that caught the cat, are fans that bring an American flag to every Miami Hurricanes home game. So the dating itself ended up not being relevant. However, what was kind of funny is the fact that the guy, after catching the cat, then proceeded to parade him. Hold on, I have to turn up the camera a little bit for this one to see. see. Proceeded to parade him around like a soccer trophy. (laughs) I I mean, soccer trophy, as Kennedy said, with the Lion King, both of those are pretty apt. Hansuania, nominee snabada. I... Valiant effort, I'll just say. Uh, apparently, the actual translation is Here Comes the King or something like that. I saw that and I was like, really? All of that for those four words? Okay. Languages are funny like that. Apparently. <laughs> Thus wrapping up, so that happened and moving us into I'm a Survivor for the week. You know, despite my technical difficulties, we're actually on a very good pace today. We are. Uh oh, I think I think Eric just got paged by Mama Watkins. Yep, Eric just got hey. paged. Eric just got paged by Mama Watkins. All right, so well, it's appropriate that it's just the two of us on the feed now, Kennedy. You know why? Because <laughs> we're the two that got our game correct, and I'm a survivor last week. That's what I'm saying. Everyone told me I was stupid for picking Cincy. Everyone said it, and then it was down to the wire, and I was just like... Hey, uh, as they would say, a win is a win is a win, right? That's what I'm saying. And um, that game locked in my spread. Nobody knew the games right in the beginning of the week, Thursday to Sunday afternoon. I won my spread Sunday afternoon. The uh, Sunday night and the Monday night didn't matter. So Cincy locked that in for me. Woo-hoo. I definitely got that game wrong in my prediction pool. I still need to make this week's picks in the uh, group that I'm in. I'm in dead fucking last in my prediction league. I'm in 
I won all my fantasies, all three fantasies, and the first week of our spread at work. <laughs> I actually did win all three of my fantasy football games, though, so I can't complain too much about that. All right, so while we wait for Eric to return, I guess we will go ahead and go first here. Why, why wait for him? Because he's currently sitting at zero weeks in a row, correct? So he can pick whoever the fuck he wants. Yeah. We, however, have our choice of 31 teams because you cannot pick Cincinnati. I cannot pick Carolina. Kennedy? You're a survivor. Uh, I'm going to go with Washington. Do you know why I'm stroking my beard contemplatively? Poor Fitz. Well, yeah, that's unfortunate. Him going down with a hip injury, that is kind of unfortunate. I do feel bad for Fitz. Uh, I don't know why. I think that I'm trying. I have a strategy when it comes down to survivor. Yeah. So I'm going off my strategy. The reason Do we really I, have to talk about strategy? Do we the, really? Did, did, really? The reason I am contemplatively stroking my beard is because we will talk more about the Giants in Washington a little later on in the show. Dun, dun, dun. Dramatic reverb. That needs to be a clip. I think I can make that happen. I we'll think I on, can make that happen. We'll work on that for next week. So Kennedy is taking wa the Washington football team. The Washington Redacted that we have come to knowingly, lovingly call them on this particular show. I, however, am taking, well, I'm going with the low-hanging fruit this week. My, uh, are you serious, last week was the Philadelphia Eagles over the Atlanta Falcons. And not only did the Eagles beat the Falcons, they beat the Falcons. 32-6. to six. It got bad. It got <laughs> It's Have about of Matt Ryan is fucking late. <laughs> it's about to get worse because guess who the Falcons play this week, Eric? <laughs> As one chiseled Adonis would describe <laughs> them, the reigning undefeated, undisputed Super Bowl champions. Uh, Atlanta, get wrecked again. Give me Tampa Bay this weekend. I'm a survivor. Eric, the world is your oyster, sir. Choose a team and choose wisely. <laughs> oh, I don't know if this is actually a good idea, considering what happened last week. Uh, fans of this team, please do not hate me. Remember, send the hate mail to s.garmer at gmail.com. Um... I'm going with also relatively low-hanging fruit myself. I am taking Pittsburgh. Over. I need a win. I need a win. <laughs> he repeat. He repeats over. Pittsburgh over. Great. I even forgot who they were playing just that quickly. So did I. I Anyone? I, I genuinely don't know. I mean, I could pull up. Hold on. <laughs> I got, I got, I got my Athlon book right here. Give me one for you, son of a bitch. Hold on. Uh, Raiders. Oh yeah, Vegas. And as I grab my Athlon book, the stack of the stack of books next to my bed come tumbling down because, of course, it yes, can. yes, John, it was Vegas. We figured it out eventually. We got there. It just took us a little bit longer than it maybe should have. The 25-year-old used Google instead of pulling out books. 
Well, I, I happen to collect. I happen to collect my magazines. As a matter of fact, Eric, guess what I found while I was at the store today. Ooh, this bad boy is worth every cent that you're going to spend on it, and unfortunately, you're going to spend a lot of cents on it. Still better than Google, though. Jam-packed with information and has a place to write in all the scores so I can keep track throughout the season in order to keep you guys updated here on the kickoff. Anyway, can't do that with Google now, can you? I mean, you, you could. It's just more it's more work to do. I, I I know. I'm not helping our cause here. I, I'm very well aware. Of Damn I'm it, well she wasn't supposed to know those words. <laughs> all right. Meanwhile, I have to pick up my Ninja Turtles that fell when my magazines fell. <laughs> I have Ninja Turtle. Key, I have Ninja Turtle keychains, including the most important Ninja Turtle of them all. Uh, well, the, the, the Leonardo. Of great debate, depending on who you ask. Uh, that's that's Donat Leonardo. Donatello. Donatello. <laughs> I'm Team Donatello for sure. All right. Anywho, Eric, I'm, catching, I'm catching an echo. Just as a heads up, I don't know if it's me or if it's somebody else, but I'm definitely catching a slight echo. Uh, John, you're listening. Can you hear the echo? <laughs> and I bet. So all of a sudden now he'll wait to be quiet. Although he That's... wasn't enough to chime in the fact that he's older than the both of us. And yes, he that's how he got it. He was on NFL.com already. No echo in this chamber. He okay, would. good. So maybe he I'm would. Just he would. Maybe he I'm would. catching it secondarily. All right, good. Um I've got a question is up next, but unfortunately, I don't have any questions for this week. Here's the re the reason being that with this with this being the first week of the regular season of the NFL, I like to take time to let things marinate before I start popping off at the mouth with stupidity based questions, i.e., Florida State is a contender in the Atlantic Division of the ACC. Yeah, about that. <laughs> Doesn't it feel so great to be absolutely wrong in this case? I said it's great to be a Florida Gator. Said it's great. You. I yeah. feel like that was it. No, that 100% was out you. Because guess what, Eric? Yes. Pour one out you? for the homer, shall we? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll let Eric get his we'll let Eric get his diatribes out of the way first, because something tells me it's about to get real Mortony up in this bitch. All right, I've warned everyone about the potential salt content, and it's gonna start with me. Yes, Harry himself has said App State is a big team, very quality in Group of Five, going with the next level. I even mentioned with Chase Bryce during his heroics and his alone appearance at Clemson, then transferred to Duke. Now he's at his third school at App State with some familiarity with the Miami defense. Last week's incident aside, this is one of those games to where we had the opportunity to make a statement. You see that score at the bottom? 25-23, having to come back. That was not a statement. That was 
Oh dear lord, we nearly shit our pants. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. 2523? Yes, it was 2523. Where the hell did I get 2624 from? I don't know. You have a habit of uh, missing points and all these other things. I figured, you know. <laughs> you know, I only get the points correct when it matters. You know, and are you serious? We'll talk about that in a bit. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Eric, it's about to get even saltier over there. Yeah, we. I'm. I, I'm gonna level out the salt at least for right now. Saving that for a bit later, but I will say this. I get everything with Derek King. Knee brace, still coming back. Not 100% from his injury, but he still had great scrambling ability. But at times, I don't know where there was a run game between Manny Diaz and some of his defensive play calling, which to leave that for what it's worth, fine. I still have a lot of major questions to ask, and this is another one of those years to where I do not dare say we are back just yet. Speaking of things that aren't back yet, let's talk Jaguar. Let's talk Jaguars football. Oh, I mean, all right, Trevor Lawrence, please. Yeah, yeah, that was perfect timing. A 14.2 quarterback rating. As a rookie, that happens. 332 yards, which, as the sound effect is forthwith, the fourth highest in a debut in NFL history. So there were a lot of good moments, especially with the three touchdown passes. But what the fuck are we doing losing to Houston? 37-21, and even then, that was not pretty. Why? How? They're supposed to have the number one pick. We know how that feels. Look at what happened to us. I mean, I'm sticking with my prediction. I know there's a lot going on, but... There's a lot of things that just happen here that shouldn't have. Urban, go ahead and flip your shit all you want. Fine. But if you're going to have all these kind of red flags and be unhinged, will you at least get together with Daryl Bevel, have a come to Jesus moment, and figure out what the fuck we're actually going to do on offense? We have running backs <laughs> as well as wide receivers. <laughs> Why do we have to wait and score those touchdown drives so late? That could have been... Oh, Steve, this team is giving me a damn heart attack on our neck. Shout out to any French Canadians who will be listening. I hope I use those properly. I feel I did. But, uh, um... While we're uh, on NFL talk... Uh, wait, what did what, 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 this... What, what, what hey, are you doing here? Hey, hey guys... I heard this was the uh, the meeting for teams that sucked in week one anonymous. Am I in the right spot? I mean, you, you aren't wrong about that. What's up, Randy Isbell? Welcome <laughs> How's back. How's it going? I, listen, Eric helped us out on, on the R&R Sports Report on Tuesday, so I had to uh, hop on to kick off real quick, and it worked out perfectly because all of our teams sucked in week one. And I have to thank you guys 
Okay. Bill's fans over here on the left side of the screen because <laughs> you screw, already screwed me out of my loser pick because I picked Pittsburgh to be the loser, and now I'm out. So thanks. I appreciate it. Huh. Well, on, on, if it makes you feel any better, Buffalo only sucked in the second half. Our first half and, performance was just fine. Wow. And, and, and from another Jets fan, again, the Jets only a winner because, you know, Patriots being losers. But, uh, I, 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 again, that's take that for what that's worth. So, you know how I mentioned the Houston Texans lead the AFC South at 1-0? Yeah, the Miami Dolphins were the only team in the AFC East to win this week. And they're going to lose this upcoming week, so... If Fair. it makes if it makes us feel any better for our respective divisions, at least we're not in the West in any of either of the conferences. Yes, because not a single damn team in either Western division lost this week. The yep. AFC and mm, NFC Johnson. West, the AFC and NFC West are a combined eight and zero. Yeah, see, Randy, if you were actually on the West Coast, you could say it would be the best coast, but. Still it's the best enough. coast. I just don't root for any of their crappy teams. I, I, I decide to go on the other coast to root for a crappy team. But see, Harry's talking about the Buffalo only sucked in the second half. Technically, if you lower the bar to the Jets' standards, they only sucked in the first half. They played Jets football in the second half, made it close. They, they still aren't contenders by any means. But 1914 Carolina, correct? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's talk college football here real quick. Uh, Kennedy, how the fuck did you guys give up 14 to Mercer? Yeah, yeah. How? Please explain. Why not? Why not? It's not like we had. It's not like it was close. No, 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 no. Who cares? No, no, no. Who cares? No. Thanks, Randy. Bye, Randy. You want to know who cares? You really want to know who cares? I do. How in the ever-living fuck does Mercer, you let Mercer score more points than Miami? How? No. Why? There was like a 34-point difference. Who cares? Okay, here's the difference that I would say to that. I would argue that for the vast majority of the second half of that game, it was probably the twos and threes for Bama in there. So you went easy on them? Miss 34 point difference. <laughs> Eric, is so, Eric is salty about 44 13. Yeah, saltier than a goddamn container of Morton. And you're going to be that salty. It was one point difference. If y'all would have fucking made your extra point, then it would have been the same. So, look, do not disparage the name of our kicker, okay? No. Well, your kicker no, should do his no. job. Hold on. Hold on. Let's test that theory. Eric, what is the name of your kicker? Borgales, uh, his uh, brother was a uh, Lou Groza Award winner for us. Oh, fancy! Of course, Eric knows the name of his team kicker. I couldn't tell you who Florida's kicker is. I doubt Kennedy can name more than two people on the Alabama squad. Not right now, I can't. She just follows the tradition of the school because that's who she roots for. Speaking of traditional school rootings, wait, 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 real quick. Let me defend that before I hear all the bullshit. Alabama bandwagon, blah, 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 blah. I've been following them since, like, 2008. I like the team. I have been grandfathered in not knowing who's on the team because I don't follow college football. (laughs) 
I've I've been a Gators fan as about as long as you've been alive. Fuck your old. A bit. I I became a Gators fan back in the mid nineties, which is right around the time you were born. Ninety five. Uh huh. I was mm -hmm. around. I was watching regularly for the first national championship under Danny Warfel. Remember him? Ninety six, I believe, when we blew out Florida State in the championship game. Which again, Correct. let me add. Again, let me add. <laughs> Sorry, I'm gonna get He's lagging so bad. I'm going to get my kicks in against Florida State. Yeah, I know. It's it's my internet tonight. I don't know what it is. Spectrum internet is being a bitch. But, um, all right, so Florida Gators football sees the Gators go into Tampa Bay. And the City of Champions, not so much. 35-7 to seven at the half for the Gators. A final score of, as you can see scrolling on the bottom half of your timeline there, 42-20. to 20. The thing about the second half for that game is, is it was mostly twos and threes for Florida as well against South Florida because we didn't want to take any chances after what happened to, uh, to number 15 for us, Anthony Richardson, going into a very big game that we will talk about shortly. Penn State is... <laughs> well, there's a reason Eric left, and I know what it is. Penn State rolled over Ball State. Again, time for some time for some time for some action. Nah, not really. Not in this game. The Nittany Lions are restoring the roar as we have previously scrolled on the bottom ticker before. Penn State this week has a very interesting matchup. ABC's Saturday Night Football as the Nittany Lions host the Auburn Tigers in a battle of ranked teams. Number 10, Penn State. Number 22, Auburn. The game that I am more interested in this week, however, sends the Alabama Crimson Tide to Ben Hill Griffin Stadium. You travel to the swamp as number one Alabama plays number 11 Florida. Mm-hmm. I'm sure we'll be messaging back and forth on Saturday. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I'm not missing this one. I've, I've been kind of busy the last couple of Saturdays, so, like, I've been catching bits and pieces of games. This is one where I'm going to have a cold beverage in my hand, something warm to put in my stomach, and I am not fucking moving from the television screen. That's like when people ask me, like, you watch the Bama game this week? And I'm like, they played Mercer. I was like, no. And I love Alabama, and I love supporting Alabama, but I'm like, I had things to do this Saturday, and they were playing Mercer. Once I get into, like... <laughs> Florida games, now let's see like that. I am glued to my TV, you know. Saturday, three thirty p.m. in the national broadcast on CBS for Florida and Bama, and we know Bama went undefeated last year, national champions. There was only one team that played you guys within ten points last year. It was Florida. In the SEC championship game, fifty-two to forty-six in Atlanta, we guys we get you guys in Ben Hill Griffin this time. This is a chance for the Gators to make a statement, and this is a Gators oh, team. But this is a Gators team that is a lot better than it was last year, especially when we went to Texas A&M and lost in College Station. Because up until that point, Florida was undefeated. I believe they were 4-0 going into that game where they lost in College Station. 
It's only 2-0 and right now for Florida, but that's because we're in week three of the season. Are you surprised that they're putting such a marquee matchup so early on the SEC calendar, Kennedy? Um, and, you know, I don't, I don't follow college as much, but when you watch Bama's schedule, I think that's more of someone from Florida's side to, like, look at because when we look at our schedule, there's nobody really until we get to, like, Clemson, LSU, you know, that we are like, oh, they're on the schedule now. So I feel like that's more of someone from the Florida side, like we have Bama real early off. We're going to get a, sorry, I'm going to say, it. we're going to get a loss pretty early on. Like, you know what I mean? So I don't think it really matters from the Alabama side, us looking into the schedule until we hit other teams. Well, I would argue that the, uh, the other yeah, of course out. it does, because Nick Saban loves to plan bye weeks and stuff before big games and never wants to travel so far out of his comfort zone for non-conference games either. When your coach does what Nick Saban does, then you can be unbitter. If, are, are we if about to you get... had a team doctor in Miami not fuck up Drew Brees' shoulder, he wouldn't even be your coach. Remember that. I'm just saying. That's that's you sound better. No, he sounds salty, and that's kind of Eric. Are we shooting for a Morton sponsorship? Is that what's happening here? Well, I mean, as Randy puts it, is it pouring salt out for the homers this week? Just I in mean, my case. Uh, just in my case. No, it's about to get a whole lot more salty once we discuss the NFL again. So, obviously, both Kennedy and I will have a lot to discuss next week here on the show with the fallout from Bama and Florida. And heed my prediction, Kennedy. This is not the only time these two teams will play this year. This is an early okay. preview of the SEC championship game, although that will be on a neutral field back in Atlanta. You know, where it'll be nice for Atlanta to see a quality football team. Get wrecked, mm. Falcons. God, they suck. So bad. All right. All right. Time time for us to get a little salty. I don't want to. Um, Where do you want to start? As a Bills fan, what went wrong? We lost all momentum the minute that punk got blocked. I agree with that. The minute that happened, I had – it's hard to just say it's first game of the season. Like, they're professionals, and they need to play like professionals. They need to be professionals. But it is. It's first game of the season. And I get, of course, being a Bills fan, and now that they're successful, you hit them like, oh, well, you're a Bills fan now. So shit's frustrating. But, like, them losing to the Steelers. Well, y'all beat the Steelers last year, and now it's this year. And I'm just like, it's the first get Yeah, twice. It's the first game of the fucking season. Tampa Bay lost their first game last year, and look how they did. You can't judge off of week one. There's so many variables that go into it, but Allen was off. Allen was 100% off his game. He didn't look right. He wasn't running right. He wasn't, he looked like someone that's never played football was like looking around and trying to figure out what the fuck to do. Do you think it had anything to do with the fact that he played so minimally in the preseason this year? Um, I don't know. He's a uh, veteran enough. I think that um, I don't think it affected him that much. I think he probably should have played a quarter each game the preseason, warmed, warmed himself up. At the very least, like, uh, you have the three preseason games. Don't play him in the last preseason game. 
but let them play the uh, the first quarter in the first game. Let them play the first half in the second. Let them catch a rhythm. Let them get used to being back into the offense. Remember, he's got new targets in this offense now. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders, who actually had a very good sh- first performance as a Buffalo Bill. Uh, Devin Singletary trying to return to form, even though our running our running game was not great against Pittsburgh. If we're being it wasn't, honest. but he had he had a couple breakouts where just clap. <laughs> I think I think Singletary's rededicated himself, and especially after the pressure that Zach Moss put on him last season, because Singletary yeah. knows that I believe this is the last year of his rookie deal. Because I think he was a rookie the same year Allen was a rookie, so this is the last year of Singletary's rookie deal, and he knows that the pressure is on him to either perform or he'll be leaving Buffalo at the end of the season. Yeah. Um, I thought Knox was pretty on point. I think he showed a little more promise than he did last year. Um, my big thing too, that I was, I was really disappointed in the performance of Cole Beasley on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know if him and Allen just weren't vibing or if he was just having an, an off day because like, I think of him as our go-to man. I mm-hmm. think of Beasley I most of the time is the backbone of our team when it comes Diggs. to wives. Like I get we have Diggs, you know, but like, Diggs. I think he comes Diggs. in when he needs it. Diggs is our deep threat. Diggs is our possession receiver. Diggs is our guy that. Diggs is our guy that we're going to throw the home run balls to. Uh, mm-hmm. Cole Beasley's that pesky little guy like uh, Wayne Corbett or um, uh, Amendola used to be for the Patriots that you can count on him to get those tough catches and those tough yards when necessary. He makes plays when plays need to be made. Exactly. And I just think – I think he just had an off game. Is I just think he had a bad day. Can I offer some silver lining in all of this, Kennedy? We play Miami next week, and that's a good comeback game to have when you lost to the Steelers. And a Buffalo victory, regardless of what New England or the Jets do, a Buffalo victory will move the Bills into solo place and solo first place in the in the AFC East. And the reason being that the Bills and the Dolphins would both be one and one. However, the Bills would be one and zero in the division. The Dolphins would be one and one in the division. Yep, and I mean, like, I get that matters, but like. The first couple of weeks, man, it's just there's granted. So, at, the, at the same time, though, I, I look at the I look at the NFL standings right now, and I see Miami atop the AFC East, and it kind of pisses me off a little bit, if I'm being honest. They're not going to stay there, and you know they're not going to stay there as Miami. And I think that they've had growth, and I loved Tua. I loved watching Tua in college, but I don't think he has what it takes. And you know, Alabama can't produce NFL caliber quarterbacks, anyways. Um, I don't think he has what it takes to keep pushing forward. I think he's going to plateau very quickly. And I think if Bills come out like they should and like they're going to after coming off a loss to Pittsburgh, I don't think that too is going to be able to keep up with what Josh Allen is going to produce. The only thing that worries me about the Miami game is let's remember what happened the last time the Bills played the Dolphins. Week 17 of last year's season, Mm -hmm. Dolphins needing a win to get into the postseason – and Buffalo absolutely smokes them, putting up 56 in the process. This is kind of a get-back game for the Dolphins, having it at Hard Rock. Didn't they fits in at the end of that, though? Hmm? Didn't they throw fits in at the end of that, though? They might have. I mean, I don't I don't know that uh, Tago Valoa played the entire game against Buffalo. He did. And who's his backup now? I, I didn't follow that. I have... Honestly, hold on. I have a magazine here. I can check. Give me one second, and I will. Yep. You you go ahead and talk, and I'll look up that information. I'll get right back to you. 
So I just, depending on who the quarterback is, because I have no fucking clue. Um, Jacoby Brissett. So I don't think the Dolphins are going to have even, like, you can rely on Fitz. Y'all already know I love Fitz. They could have relied on him. And I'm pretty sure he did his damnedest to come back in that game that they were playing with us. Um, I don't think they have, I guess, I'm just going to say the heart. I don't think they have it in them to keep up with a team like Buffalo. You rang, Eric. I don't think they have the heart to keep up with the team like Buffalo when it comes to it in the end. Yeah, I just my only concern is that Miami's going to be looking at this as a revenge game, and we know how divisional games can be. They're either usually really close or they're a blowout. Okay. Damn you, Randy. Incorrect. If the Jets win, they will be in first because they played New England and would be 1-0 in division, and their loss was non-conference. Well, here's the problem, Randy. That assumes that the Jets are going to beat New England, and we all know that's not fucking happening. Nerd. Shut up, Randy. <laughs> hey, hey, now, running around right, is on back a lot in. better than rancid Randy in a lot of these situations, so cut him a break. John can tell you all about that as we tell you that life is like a game show. Dun, dun, dun. Dramatic reverb. Dramatic next day reverb, even. <laughs> all right. Uh, Eric, it's Denver at home for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, I... And this Denver? is one of the reasons why I was looking around when you were seeing your Bill segment. A uh, little bit of a tease as far as that when we get later to the show. With Teddy Bridgewater still being his like kind of old school kind of Teddy Bridgewater self. I don't know if we quite have the answers on defense to really take away this one. I yeah. would hope that there would have been some adjustments. And yes, it's a bit of a help in a sense that Jerry Judy, with his unfortunate injury, get well soon. What happened with Jerry Judy? Oh, you did. Oh. Oh, no. No. What happened to Jerry Judy? Yeah, you didn't see. I'm trying to remember. Like an ankle, leg injury? (laughs) Did he die like Crowder? (laughs) I was just about to say, is this the part where we say he died? Permanent IR. (laughs) That was actually the name of last week's episode. Death is a permanent IR spot. <laughs> oh, man. All right, PJ, Judy. <laughs> uh, Eric, I have I have the title for this week's episode. Going back, going, going back to the um, going back to the Clay Helton situation from earlier in the show. Another mm-hmm. one rides the bus for the last time. <laughs> it's a weird out joke. Why not? <laughs> So professional. I appreciate it it was worthy. I I appreciate the fact I appreciate the fact that I got the first monkey rim shot of the season. (laughs) Good for me. You got the monkey off your back. (laughs) Oh, 
Jerry ahead, Judy Jerry. tweeted in, said, appreciate y'all for the ankle donations. <laughs> People have said they'll donate their ankles to Jerry Judy. But no, he's on IR. Uh, speaking, of, speaking of big first week performances on IR, did you see who Dallas put on IR as well, Eric? No, I didn't see who Dallas wound up putting on IR. Michael Gallup. Oh, I ooh, mm, that one's gonna hurt. I'm trying to raise my hand real quick. Yes, Kennedy. I don't know where we can fit this in. That's what she said. Um, but mm-hmm. I, I want to talk about Waller. Don't know where or when. Or well, if. you might you might as well take the floor now because we're about to get serious here. So. Go ahead. Oh wait, I have I do have to ask Eric about the hurricanes real quick, but then you can talk about Darren Waller. Uh one and one currently in your in your uh, non conference schedule, Eric. The loss we won't talk about, the win we discussed earlier. The bottom of the Big Ten East is your next opponent as you guys play a noticeably deficient, sparty Michigan State at Hard Rock. I said during the preview, there's always, and we're never back until we get rid of this, there's always the game that we have no business losing that we end up losing. After what happened in these last two weeks, I am tepid extremely tepid about this one, even if they are bottom of the Big Ten East. There's a lot of things that I'm not liking about this. I don't want to start the season one and two, but I'm, I'm going to be even saltier in case that happens because this is a, will be one of those I told you so moments. I wish I could get on our little comment thing and say I, I don't know that that's possible. <laughs> I'm not sure that's pot. Oh, there is actually a comment thing that I could join there. Hey, Robert Hagen, what's going on? <laughs> both, both, <No>. me- <laughs> both members no. of the R&R Sports Report showing out here. Yeah, no Raiders. Hey, blame Kennedy for that one. I'm, we're ready to move on. <laughs> you don't. You don't need to put me by myself, by the way, because I don't. I don't know if that. I don't oh, have that wait, much. Wait, what? Wait, what? You what? You don't want what? I, okay. If it makes you feel any better, you're the most photogenic of the three of us. <laughs> I don't I don't have that much to talk about. I was just gonna say, like, can y'all come back, please? <laughs> <laughs> she feels mm-hmm. abandoned. She feels abandoned without us. <laughs> I feel like I'm talking to myself. <laughs> um, but no, he had ten receptions, nineteen targets, a hundred and five. 105 yards and a touchdown. So, like, I mean, obviously it's just one touchdown, but it's better than none none touchdowns. Um, but I, he, he just looked phenomenal. Him and Derek Carr were just – so I just wanted to give him a, a thumbs up on his see, fucking performance the other day. If you had to yourself, you would have been able to see even more of that. <laughs> Did she just make? Did I see that correctly? Was that like a jerk off? What the fuck? No, 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 that's, no, that's a no. butthole. That's a butthole. It's a Look, butthole. 
Oh, so we're elbow, elbow deep inside the borderline. It's turning into a tool fog. Awesome. Yeah, look, Kennedy, we here at the kickoff in the W2M network do not team <laughs> whatsoever. But I don't think the regular audience is prepared for any sort of fisting, okay? We, we, we have a policy. We don't scare the vanillas at this network. I thought I sent you that memo. <laughs> I'm going to need a second. God damn Did it! I really man. just break Harry with that <laughs> a little bit. I'll uh, it back in with Robert, good job. We're sorry. Waller. You know who to blame, and you know where to send the hate mail to. S. Garber at gmail.com. Now that I got now that I got the hate mail off my chest, I feel better. All right, hey Eric, are you serious? See what I did there? I don't no. see what you did there because it still says pour one out for. There you go. Oh, you found the Intero bang. <laughs> I know what that is. <laughs> yeah, because we talked about it last week here on the show. All right. Um, an excellent week for your panelists on Are You Serious here? Five and one against the spread and four and two straight up. Yours truly, you, Robert Taylor. <laughs> Yours truly being two and oh, two and oh, Kennedy and Eric both being one and one straight up. Eric hit both of his games, however, with the uh, with his uh, against the spread pick. So that leaves our early season standings at myself, followed by Eric, followed by Kennedy. Get used to that. Absolutely. I'm not going to be in last place for once. I feel right, so excited. I'm going to thrive with my NFL, and you know where I sit with college. College is going to be very ugly. See, um, had you had you listened to me last week? But see, no. I, I, I actually think she has a very interesting pick for her college game this week. And in the business, we call this a segue. Kennedy, are you serious? College edition. Yeah, I forgot what I said. Uh, West Virginia. Yes. West the Virginias. West the Virginias. Virginia, West Virginia minus three against mm -hmm. Virginia Tech. Now, here's, here's the catch here, folks. She is picking a favorite. However, she is picking them against a ranked opponent. Therefore, this game is eligible going back to original kickoff rules of picking an unranked team, beating a ranked team as a viable pick for Are You Serious? The problem is for you, Kennedy, in order to uh, in order to win this game against the spread as well, they have to cover the three points. Okay. Has she not Got it. I don't have much to add. I'm used to that reaction. <laughs> I don't have much to add. <laughs> Eric, are you serious? College edition. Well, there were two games in particular that really caught my eye. And thankfully, with a college edition, there were a lot of pretty good lines to choose from. I, I, I was tempted to take a little bit of a Hoosier showdown. Hey, Harry was a mentioning that too, but it, it's sticking in the home conference with the ACC. We talked about this. We mentioned how well Virginia could be potentially set up. 
We mentioned North Carolina as far as a race potentially for winning the division. Lo and behold, this is another one of those early season statement games. And to add one last little bit of salt on the night, give me Virginia. Wahoo plus eight. North Carolina was Eric's prediction between them and Miami to win the Coastal Division. I took Virginia Tech. We talked about this last week. Virginia Tech played North Carolina in week one and beat them. 16-10, enter Sandman blasting away in Blacksburg. The one time I was happy in hearing that song. You watch the good goddamn name of Metallica, sir. Well, anyway. I, I mean, uh, no, nothing against the song itself, but I mean, in that particular context. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, you. Th there is that whole division rivalry thing. Yeah, there is that. Okay. I got lost for a second, and then I realized, oh, wait, same division. My bad. Okay. Well, not to mention same division. Those going back to the Big East, from... too. Yeah, go, going back to the Big East, too. Yep. All right, so we have a saying on this particular show. We either go big or go homer. Give me the Florida Gators plus 14 and a half against Alabama. And yes, everyone watching, you saw correctly. You are outnumbered on this particular game, Kens. See, and not just two to one. John even chiming in three to one. <laughs> John pointing out earlier on the show, as you guys saw, a 2006 graduate of the University of Florida. 2006 known to Gators fans as the first of the two Tim Tebow's national championships. One of us is wrong here, and it's not me. So. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Well, I'm sure. Hi, Colby. Get her. Even if you root for the Vikings, I gotta stop. I gotta stop texting him. Tell him to bring me stuff when I'm doing. All right. <laughs> let's move over to the other. Let's move over to the NFL side of. Are you serious? Why? Why Ken's gets over her jump scare. See? <laughs> he knows the fear. That's how scared the tide is of losing. You saw it right there, ladies and gentlemen. And yes, Robert, we how long have you known us? Of course we need help. We acknowledge this. And then with Randy entering Sam and working there for Mariano Rivera. Yeah, because that meant you were actually winning games. Thank you for uh, surrendering your division title to its rightful owners. Just saying that. <laughs> or to quote a certain person in the wrestling business that I don't particularly care for, Mr. Isbell. Thank you. Fuck you. Bye. <laughs> All right. Let's, All go right over. let's move over to the NFL side of Are You Serious here. And let's pay off a little bit of dramatic reverb. My NFL Are You Serious? Are the New York Giants plus three and a half on Thursday night football against the Washington football team? That's right. We're going head to head on two separate times this week, Kennedy. <laughs> um, Kennedy, do you remember your Are You Serious pick for the NFL? Washington over the Giants. <laughs> no, that was your uh, that was your um, I'm a Survivor pick. Oh man, no, yes. Yeah. Yeah, your are you serious? Your are you serious pick is the one that we discussed after I picked them last week. Eagles. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, we have a lot of games. I get confused. Kennedy has Eagle. Kennedy has the Philadelphia Eagles plus three and a half against the San Francisco 49ers. I'm a little skeptical on that one. Although, as Eric almost talked about, and so that happened, the Niners almost blew a 38 to 10 lead against the Detroit fucking Lions. And yeah, Clay held not gotten fired. Whoa, I would have been able to dissect that whole mess. I mean, it's not often you see a team come from four touchdowns down to have a shot to tie the game a minute to go. Ken, are you ready for one? Are you ready for one last little bit of salt on this episode? Yeah. Eric? No. Eric. A, a slight preface to this. Eric. Remember when I said all of those wonderful college football lines had a little bit of something to choose from? Pepper Farm remembers. The first four words you sound like an old Southern black woman. You like your voice is too it's, his, it's his best Mama Watkins impersonation. Go ahead, Eric. Let me preface this last bit by saying, looking through a lot of these NFL lines, I get what Vegas and the odds makers are doing, but most of them are sus. Most of them are, in some cases, just straight ass. However, we talked about with this whole divisional situation, we talk about divisional games, even though they're early on in the season. Looking at more of a totality with the two performances. This one, to me, is a bit more feasible, even in some of the other ones that I looked at. I'm not saying it could definitely happen, but in the realm of feasibility, yes, it is entirely possible. No. No. You're wrong. Mm -hmm. There's no way. I know I'm no. going. I know I'm outnumbered. I get that, but yeah. I am That's just saying we've already had a whole bunch of craziness. I'm gonna throw this one on top of the pile. Dolphins plus three and a half. I Bills Mafia, throw. Feel free to throw me through a table if I'm wrong about this. I get it, but I'm going to Florida in October for a wedding. Well, next October, so. Don't make her hunt you down, because she will. <laughs> and and then Colby will scare the shit out of her while she does it. Hey, chill, dude. It's spooky. I got to have some fun. <laughs> Still funny. Well, I mean, all I'm seeing is we've mentioned phrases like lift and carry on this show before. So, Family if show. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, Eric, we just wrapped up an episode of the kickoff in 70 minutes. Holy shit. I'm telling you, the time doesn't fly when we're having this much fun, apparently. Thanks to everybody. We got just about record speed. I'm liking this. Go ahead and pull up our social stats, Eric. All right. As soon as I get rid of this banner. Below you, you can see where to find us on Twitter, respectively. Kennedy, where else can people find you online? Uh, TikTok, Ken underscore Ed. Eric, where else can people find you online? Facebook, Eric Watkins. If you're looking for tutoring or other expertise, you know the drill. Guy, wine, recliner, 
here elsewhere on W2M Network. Believe it or not, this will be my third of potentially four consecutive nights of podcasts. Sitting in for R&R, soccer to the max, kickoff tonight. Life is like a game show because we got a lot of shit to talk about on that tomorrow. Stay tuned for that. Do, 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 do. Especially after this week. Yeah, that's a major, major thing. So we got to get us going, Eric. So, of course, naturally, if you want to see me live tweeting, you see the Twitter handle here. However, if you're looking for explanations on some of the other stuff that we had mentioned tonight. Fucking vanillas. Because, hey, Robert said himself, adult show. If you require further explanation, DM me on the Twitter handle you see below. Slide right in. Undergo the proper and thorough vetting process. My dark Twitter, my kick, my telegram, Snapchat, few other places. You will get all the explanations and some bonus treats into that realm. And as always, this plug brought to you by the fine folks at Rick's TNT LLC. Tax consultation services available as well as tutoring services, wedding officiating services available within the state of Florida. Uh, the at symbol you guys see on your screen is pretty much everywhere. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Yahoo. Yes, that's where you can reach me on Yahoo. Although, remember, hate mail goes to s.garmer at gmail.com. We are nothing if not consistent on this network. Indeed, tomorrow night it is the return of Life is Like a Game Show. Myself, Mr. Watkins sitting there to my left. left. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that way. That's correct, Kennedy. Use your left hand. There you go. And the man you saw, <laughs> that works too. It's the Stone Cold Salute. The man you saw contributing a little bit earlier on, JTN 2002, is Jonathan Nelson. He is the third man on our Life is Like a Game Show broadcast. I believe Brian Espinosa is making his debut tomorrow night as well. He will be indeed. <laughs> so we will discuss the Jeopardy situation, all of the Jeopardy situation. And <laughs> you know what? In honor of that, let's go ahead and bring back my favorite segment from last year's show. Eric, it's time for Dick of the Week. Hold on, I gotta find where the yeah. hell is that banner? There it is. It's <laughs> an eggplant. And or you know what? Those of you across the pond and aubergine. <laughs> and in honor of him fucking everything up completely, my dick of the week, the month, the year, 2021, is Mike Richards. Go fuck yourself, oh. asshole. Oh. Yeah. My Eric, yeah, mine, Mike Richards, and of course, my eternal dick of the week, every single week until he gets fired, Mark Lamping. You have no business down here. We don't want your ass. Go ruin another NFL team. All right? Be gone with the Kennedy dick of the week. Fuck. I thought that was between us. If we're doing a general us, Eric is my dick of the week. If we're doing a worldwide dick of the week, Fuck you, Aaron Rodgers. You're the dick of the week. Aaron, Aaron, you're only her dick of the week. Keep the hair. It's looking good. That's going to look great right there at the dice on the Alex Trebek stage. You got this in the bag. All right? Trust me. Frank from Don't let what anybody else tells you. Well, that depends on, on how things go in the negotiations with a certain Big Bang Theory yet. 
And you could say she might blossom into the role. I'm, I'm waiting for the I'm waiting for the rim shot. You have been listening to the kickoff, a presentation of the W2M Network online at W2M Net. In addition, you can find us on all of your favorite podcast listening services, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker, Podbean, CastBox. Got them all without fucking it up this week. We're also now live on Facebook and Twitch every week, depending on when we get set up. What are you laughing at? I'm going to say with all of this, yeah, you got it right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do I dare at? Never mind. We're wrapping the show up. I'll ask you off air. <laughs> don't make me change my. Don't make me change my eggplant of the week, Eric. <laughs> Aubergine. Aubergine. <laughs> hey, we want some Haley. <laughs> Worth it for the death to, player. To borrow a segment title, that's offside. <laughs> Worth it for the death glare. Hey, Eric, guess what? Spotify is here. <laughs> we'll talk to you guys next week. You've been listening to the kickoff. Oh, wait, I should probably exit out here. Let's do this properly. For the locksmith, Kennedy Eddings. And the DSDO, your executive producer, Eric Watkins. I am the voice of reason, allegedly. My name is Harry Broadhurst. You have been listening or watching, depending on which format you're on, the kickoff, a presentation of the W2M Network. See you next week. <laughs>